Redbox Media Programming is brought to you by... Finding someone on an online Catholic dating site shouldn't be like shopping for a blender. So why do most dating sites leave you feeling like you're shopping for a spouse? At Catholic Singles, we connect members through our unique user polls and activities, which help you discover other members and their personalities and interests. Because you're a person, not a profile picture. So stop shopping and start discerning. Trust your love story to the original Catholic dating site and use the promo code BREADBOX at checkout for 20% off at catholicsingles.com. Bill, how's the sound now? Is it working? Is the sound working now, you guys? Okay, I'm going to try something here. Try one more thing here. Is it working yet? Tell me if it's working. Okay, is there any sound yet, you guys? Okay, good. All right. So... Both of these statements can be said of Christ. He was cut off from the land of the living. And my flesh will dwell in hope. For you will not abandon my soul to Hades, nor let your Holy One see corruption. So Hades in the Greek was the underworld, right? In the Greek mythology, it was the underworld. Um, It's not hell. It's the place of the dead. Um, For example, in the Old Testament, it's called Sheol or Abraham's bosom. When Jesus died and he preached, he went to preach, he didn't preach the gospel to the condemned. He preached it to those in Abraham's bosom, for those who were destined for heaven. Very important to know that. In fact, in the Apostles' Creed, it says he descended into hell. But that word hell, uh, the use of that word hell has changed over the last several hundred years. And we think of it as the place of the condemned. But hell is actually, uh, the word there was actually Hades, the underworld. So it's very important theologically that you understand Jesus didn't go to hell. (laughs) Jesus only went to the place of the dead. It's very interesting because um, it's it's really important to know that that God was not, God the Father did not judge his son and send him to hell. That's a really important theological fact to know. Not a minor thing. Jesus' resurrection on the third day was a sign of this also because bodily decay was held to begin on the fourth day after death. Okay, so we know about Jesus' death and his burial. What about yours? I personally uh, have already experienced death and burial because it says that we're buried with Christ. Baptism, right, is a symbol of, it's not a symbol, it's a real It's a real death and resurrection of, uh, of our um body and soul Um, we're new creations in Christ we're not the same as we were we don't live in the kingdom of darkness we live in the kingdom of light if they if if you could see what demons see when they see you walking towards them it it makes them run in terror because the glory of God is shining out in your the temple of your of your body and of your soul and it's really interesting isn't it that God uses physical things to in in our in our spiritual life because God made you a material being and a spiritual being right it's only in the human person that heaven and earth meet animals have a soul but they don't have a spiritual soul 
they don't have a spiritual rational soul like a human being so they walk around they see things they don't understand beauty they're they're aware of themselves but they're not aware that they're aware of themselves it's only the human being that has a spiritual soul which could have communion with God who is all spirit and yet live in a material world. It's in the human being that heaven and earth meet. It's a really unique intersection. And Jesus becoming incarnate is a very, very powerful thing. But God loves the material world. You know, the Gnostics, the Albigensians, the Carthusians, so many, uh, the Cathars, I should say, so many, um, not the Carthusians, the Cathars, so many taught that um, the human body is evil. Um, but it's not. The material world is, is good. God made everything God makes is good. And so he uses the material world in our spiritual walk. Yes, you really are supposed to be physically baptized. Yes, the Eucharist, the body, blood, soul, and divinity of Jesus Christ is there when we receive communion. And yes, there's in, per, in persona Christi, the priest, there at confession. You see, uh, God wants to have a physical presence. Your spiritual walk is not just spiritual. It's not all new agey. It's, it's, it's body and soul. So in the baptism, and remember when Jesus was baptized, he didn't say, he did say the words. John the Baptist said, I should be baptized by you, but Jesus said it's we should, we should fulfill all things meek unto repentance. And so the early church fathers teach us that when Jesus was baptized, he, he sanctified the waters for our baptism. Baptism, the original full sign of which is immersion, efficacy. Now, it, so the full sign of baptism would be immersion. Um, in the Adidike, it says that you should be immersed in living water. Living water actually meant uh, running streams. You should be baptized in a running stream. And if you can't do that, then do it in still still water. And if you can't do that, then you can sprinkle. The DDK was the original catechism written about 70, 80 or so. The baptism, the original and full sign of which is immersion, efficacy, efficaciously signifies the descent into the tomb by the Christian who dies to sin with Christ in order to live a new life. It is no longer I that live, but Christ who lives in me. We were buried therefore with him by baptism into death, so that as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, we too might walk in fullness of life. And uh, so let's do that today. Let's, uh, like Ted Scarpino, let's do our landscaping in the newness of Christ. Uh, let me do my, my, uh, my editing of Long Ride Home in the newness of Christ. Let me uh, be an accountant or let me be a, home, a homemaker or a teacher or a doctor or whatever we are. Let's do that as Christ today, okay? I'll let you enjoy the sunrise a bit. I was saying at the start of the broadcast that every Christian needs to know the seasons and uh, right now I can see the first it's a small swell, but I can see the first north swell here in Florida, which means it's the time of the winter swell. In my book, Deep in the Wave, A Surfing Guide to the Soul, which you should all read, it's just such a great book, I have to say, I love it. It was a bestseller on Hachette on Amazon when it first came out. I, I go through the pattern of the, the, the spiritual life, the, the uh, Deep in the Wave, A Surfing Guide to the Soul. I use surfing and other analogies to teach 
about the progressive journey towards uh, spiritual intimacy, union with God. And I use uh, the expression, it was the time of the summer swell or it was the time of the winter swell. So it's good to know what season of your life you're in and can comprehend that and consider that. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Hey, Jason, I'm glad you're here, but we're just, as we say in Hawaii, we're just pauhana. We're wrapping up. Aloha, everybody. Looking for a way to build daily prayer discipline? Seen the rise in mindfulness meditation, but not sure if it is possible to meditate in a way that's consistent with your Catholic faith? Just looking for a way to breathe new life into your existing prayer routine? No matter what you're looking for, Hollow is here to help. Hollow is a Catholic prayer and meditation app that helps users deepen their relationship with God through audio-guided contemplative prayer sessions. From meditations on the daily gospel to the rosary to daily examines, Hollow has something for everyone. Hollow is the number one Catholic app in the U.S. It is free to download and has permanently free content, but you can also check out all of the premium sessions for 30 days, risk-free, by signing up at www.hollow.com dot app slash breadbox.